Previously, on Realms of Nerds, The Return of Ornon. He wants to look for something, uh, a smaller pedestal, unhook the monocle of Latudu from his cloak and put it on the altar. Sibo, the blood even within your veins starts to feel red hot and almost burning. And suddenly, the monocle flies with incredible speed and smashes into your face. As Brunhilda exhales her last breath, there is a loud sound of a hammer slamming against an anvil as a final send-off from her god Moradin. Joshmi is going to take her helmet. Ryder didn't actually start out as any kind of good bard. Unfortunately, or fortunately for him, he caught the wandering eye of a certain demoness and she granted him the ability to become the greatest bard there is gave him a magical loot and he became one of her uh, menstruals when he dies he's put into her realm and is forced to play music for all eternity there is a large archway and in the center you see a scene of utter destruction. That, that, that's hell. You see a lone figure standing directly in front of the portal. And this lone figure is Maliaklis. And he looks directly at Mikael and he winks and then steps backwards through the portal. You can see with the shape of the temple and the, the road structure, there is some kind of a, a PowerPoint right here in the city. From the books that I'm reading, there needs to be some kind of a an arcane a key of some kind to unlock it. And maybe once that is put in, then we would be able to free ourselves from the dome. The key was entrusted to an ally of great power. All right, guys. Uh, you got any ideas who this uh, powerful person entrusted with key was? Uh, I have distinctly seen this shape, and I know that there is a medallion that does fit this. Maliocalus. We're going to hell. We've been kicking it around here in Bloodvarn for a long time. Unless you guys have anything else pressing that you want to do, I think we're just going to kind of jump cut to uh, going to the portal. Got to get to the hair salon. Yeah, you know, th- this is like something that never came up, but something that Sibo was wanting to do was since he, the last time that we killed a dragon, he never collected dragon scales. He was going to collect some dragon scales this time. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't re- I mean, that probably would have already been done at this point. Right. Yeah. We'll just say for the sake of clearing everything up. So, I, I was so you have, we'll say after the, uh, after the thing in the tower, y'all, uh, take a, 
a couple hours to rest and recuperate and take care of any small tasks that you wanted to do. So Sibo wanted to grab some dragon scales. Everybody else, good. Nothing pressing to do. Mosh is good. Unless I could collect some arrows. You already got replenished. Uh, say, I think we replenished. Everybody, everybody got full up. Okay. Already said that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Also, it's been a while. It's been a little while now. So I think that even if uh, you hadn't gone out to collect them, you also at this point have the the fortune of being along with a rather large army. So I think anything you weren't able to physically collect, you could have made for you by one of the suppliers. Within reason, you cannot get, like, new armor or any shit like that, but (laughs) any sort of consumables, I think we can say y'all have uh, kind of refilled on at this point. Okay, so it's been several hours. You have replenished yourselves, taken a rest, good to go. So uh, I think you all kind of assembled out in the courtyard of uh, of the temple. Yes. Are there any commanders or anything? Like, is there anybody not going into hell with us? A lot of people. Okay. There's only a small group that actually was willing to do this. Okay. Remember, and we yeah. talked to them. I taught Sibo talked them I guess, all down earlier. Yeah. A lot is of that, is that still got kids at home. Is bro. that still the case? Yeah. Most people are not traveling to hell with us. Uh, correct. Okay. So before we venture there, uh, Joshmi is going to see Michael real quick. Okay. You actually can't find Michael right now. Well, fuck, he needs to find Michael, <laughs> or I guess Sage works, or uh, Jarus. Sage has been out directing patrols to go through and continue securing the city. So we'll say that you, uh, as you guys are assembling in the kind of main open area of the uh, temple, you run into her there. Hey, it, I mean, you're not exactly what I'm looking for, but you'll do. How you doing? What a lovely greeting, Josh. Me, what can I do for you? Thanks so much. So, listen, <laughs> uh, some of us are about to go to apparently hell. Good luck with that. Yeah, so just in case we don't make it back, I don't make it back. I definitely intend on making it back, but just in case, uh, I didn't want this lost in hell. Uh, so if you could hold on to this for me, or at least make sure it makes it back to the castle, that'd be grand. And he is going to lift Brunhilda's helmet off of his head and give it to Sage. She looks at you holding it for a second, and then says, Don't you think that you might have use for that in hell? Very much so, but I don't want to lose it there, unless you think I definitely need it. If must. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I don't, I feel like it... Why are you making this have to be such a moment for me? I just, I don't want to lose it. I don't want her memory to be gone from people that cared about her. <clears throat> and, uh, but I, you're right, I do. So maybe I should hold on to it till I come back from hell? Well, the choice is yours, Joshimi. If you would like me to hold on to the helmet, I certainly will. Ugh. Why you gotta make this such a difficult choice? Fine. Fine, I'll hold on to it. <laughs> Because I could probably, you're right, unless you have another helmet that could help out with that. No, Josh, may I do not have well, a, another helmet for you. Then I guess I'll have to hold on to it and hope I don't die. But uh, I appreciate you being willing to hold on to it for me to get it back to the castle. But I guess I'm going to need it. And he puts it back on his head and dips out. 
<laughs> okay. All that's right. A wonderful waste of time. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, he, then he dips back. Oh yeah. Uh, just in case I don't ever see you again and die. Bye. I guess. Uh, she gives you kind of a little. She hold holds her fist up in like a salute, and then turns and walks away. Okay. Bye. I love you. And he leaves. <laughs> Okay, so you all uh, have assembled and uh, descend down the staircase, and when you get to the bottom and uh, open up the door and step inside, you see that um, a much larger group of soldiers is uh, in front of this portal than you originally expected. There are about 500 men standing in front of it. Oh, hey! Look at this! You know, if we got all this, maybe I don't have to go to hell with Josh, you Josh, guys. Josh, Josh, me. Hey, Josh, me. Look at me. The roll? Look, look at me, Josh, me. You can do this. I believe in you. Even though I, I, I'm like 70% sure you're going to die because you don't know how to shut your mouth. But as long as you stay quiet, well, everybody's going to stay alive. Believe me, they're going to love you down there. They're going to love you, baby. <laughs> I suggest uh, we hoist him on a spear and use him as a lure. What? Josh, you can't do that. Josh, take it from me. One way or another, eventually you are going to hell. Yeah, so let's but just I can make this a little sooner. Okay? I can, I can wait it out. I've been doing a pretty good job so far. This is with hopes of uh, still exiting before you have to uh, enter there for real. Oh yeah, yeah, I got that. Thanks for that comfort. Fine, I guess. Since I went the spirit. Since I can, leave me alone. Perhaps you could barter passage out while you're there. All right. So as you uh, as you walk forward, these ranks of soldiers part to give you a pathway up to the stairs. And just as you uh, reach the stairs, from uh, the around the side of these soldiers, you see Michael appear, and he strides towards you. Where were you when I needed you, like, five minutes ago? Mikael, that's me. I have thought long on your words. I do not feel that this is the best course of action. However, you are a fellow follower of Bahamut, and I will stand behind you. These men are prepared to go in with us. I see it before me as a path that is clear. Scarcely in my life have I encountered such clairvoyance. I see no other path, and retreat is not something that I can do. Uh, and he, he nods to you and says, We are behind you. Alright, so uh, are you all proceeding forward through the portal now? Please, yes. Yes! No! Oh. Yes! Everybody, just say yes! Ryder jumps, Ryder jumps through backwards. Okay, so Ryder jumps through. Everybody else following him? Correct. Lamash strides through. Yes. Alright. Begrudgingly. Alright, so you all walk, you all pass through the portal. In front of you, you see the most horrific scene of battlefield destruction you have ever witnessed in your life. As far as your eyes can see, there are soldiers engaged in mortal combat. You see a constant stabbing and chopping of limbs and clashing of weapons, and yet somehow the crowd of foes never seems to abate at all. So good being home. Well, I think I'm gonna head back now. I thought we were going to hell, not heaven. 
So so Joshua turns around and steps right into Michael by accident. You actually do not. Oh. There is no one behind you. Ramash grabs him by the shoulder and drags him onward. Excuse me, did you not hear the voice from above say, I guess maybe not above, it's kind of hard to hear him in here, but uh, that there's nobody behind us. It has now been about 20 seconds and no one has followed you through the portal. Ryder? What the fuck? It seems as though um, Michael, as how the kids would say, is a bitch. So wait, is it just the five of us in here? It's just the five of oh, you. Oh, shit. Did everybody clown out? Why couldn't I do that when I had the chance? It does seem very unlikely that Michael would, uh, can't go, go back on his word quite like that. I mean... Hold on, I'll go ask him. Ramashi attempts to step back to the portal. You bounce right off of where the portal should be. Well, shit. Maybe Guys, a bitch, then. we're stuck here. Hmm. It appears that this portal is under somebody else's control, and that they have isolated us. Gee, it's not like we opened everything. Of course somebody else has under its control. We're gonna die in here. I believe this is what most people would refer to as running straight into the mouth of a trap. Yes, it does seem as though we've put ourselves in danger. Everybody, please, we, we handle these situations all the time. Let's stay uh, objective-focused, and, um... We're here to kill. Do we know where we're going? Does anybody know where the fuck we are going? Um, as you look around, Sebo, go ahead and do a, a perception check. That is uh, 19. Okay. Um, so you, this portal that you came through is up on a little bit of a hill compared to the rest of the field. As you look around, you notice that there are other hills kind of scattered around in no particular order around. And off in the distance on another hill, you can make out what appears to be a short humanoid figure with a brilliant glowing ball where their head should be. Um, does anybody else see that glowing figure over there? I think so. You think that, you think that's him? No, 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 his head is, 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 what? Where's his face? Uh, I'm sorry, this man has a circle for a head. Well, we got no other reference, apparently. Let's go see what he has to say. Can I go home yet? Yeah, let's tread carefully. You, the, the portal is closed. How, how do you think that you're gonna get through it? I don't know, I just... So now that you've been up here discussing for a little bit, the crowd of warriors on the ground has begun to notice you, and uh, the press of the battle is starting to push up the hill towards your group. Let's get moving before we get stuck in some fucking battle for the rest of our lives. So just to clarify, is, is everyone in this field just fighting each other, essentially? Or are there, is there some form of, of sides to it? You're looking for factions. Well, um, what I'm asking is, yes, uh, the, all the enemies are fighting each do other. A, yeah, do a um. You're trying. You're trying to see if there's like an east or west, right? There, if I guess do an investigation check. You're looking for factions. <laughs> uh, that is a twenty-two. Okay, uh, from what you can tell, there are. Um, some kind of factions. Not everyone is in a free-for-all melee. 
However, you can also tell that this is not a clear one side versus another battle. There appears to be, uh, you count about somewhere between four to five different combatant groups. But at this point, this looks like a, a very pitched battle. So there are no clear battle lines. It is, there are people helping each other, but it is very dense. Right. So it's like free for all with guys who are at top of the lobby. <laughs> I guess, sure. (laughs) Okay. You got team captains running around with, like, squads almost. But, for the most part, it's organized chaos. I think it might be time to run for the hills. Well, we are on a hill currently, and the nearest hill hill is over there, and that is where we are going. Then let's go! (laughs) Alright, so you are, you guys gonna try and run? What's yep. the what's the game plan here? Are you all just like running Squat or are up. you grouping up? What v are you doing? V formation. V formation. <laughs> I was gonna say who has shields? I have a shield. I got a shield. Okay, shields front charge. Okay, so what's what does this look like? Give me the give me the the stack up here. You ever seen a battering ram? Yeah, no, I I, I I understand what you're trying to do. I'm saying like, like five pointed star. I'm saying like paint paint me the picture who's standing where. What do you what are you guys doing? Um I guess Mikhail and I are in front, I guess, with a shield raised. Yeah. His bow's not going to be very useful in this battle. Ryder, aren't you kind of like a short <coughs> guy? No, I'm... No? I thought you were He's short for something. He's tall as fuck, dude. Oh, okay. Like six, six, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm tall and spindly. Okay. Um, I hate to ask this of you, Ramosh, but, um, could I climb on your back? Excuse me? I... Uh, 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 your backpack, um, could I just... Can I just climb on your backpack? Yeah, I think we'll move quicker, and uh, I can provide you with, uh, you know, range support. In a very Luke and Yoda fashion, I guess Ramash is letting Sibo climb on his back. Josh mostly starts trying to <laughs> crawl up Mikhail's back. Careful not to knock any blink cloths loose on your way up. Excuse me a moment, and Joshua is gonna crawl back down and off. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we've got Mikhail and Ramash in the front. Sibo is on Ramash's back. Uh, are the remaining two guys just gonna kind of get behind them? Then I guess. <laughs> Don't know how fast we'll be able to go. Okay. <laughs> All right. For everybody whose feet are on the ground, actually, I guess I'll do this. The two guys in the front. Let's see a strength check from you. Um, for Ryder and um, Joshimi, let's see a... Uh, let's do athletics for you guys. And then Sibo, I want you to do perception. Give me your give me your rolls. Let's do the, the strength checks first. What if I don't want to? 12. <laughs> I got a 10. Okay. 15 for perception. Okay. And my athletic guys. 23. 7. <laughs> That's some good rolls tonight. Home field advantage, boy! So right right off the bat, you get a decent uh, push. However, there's a, little bit of, there's a little bit of stumbling, and you guys almost, like, just completely biff it. But because Sibo has that high up advantage... He kind of is yelling out commands and giving you sort of the best path through, so you're kind of haphazardly running through. How are you holding up, Mikael? 
Uh, it would be a bit easier if there were a few less of them and more of us, but I like yeah, a challenge. I can arrange that. No kidding! <laughs> you got this, Joshua, keep Shut running! Shut Okay. <laughs> Suddenly the uh the the press of the battle gets almost too much for you guys to to bear, and you are ground to a halt and you're just barely holding your ground in place. Just as it appears like you guys are about to be overrun by this battle, suddenly the the glowing light figure that you saw before kind of appears in the center of all of you and reaching out kind of like brushes his hand across all of you and suddenly you all see a flash of bright light and then you appear somewhere else. You are now uh, in some kind of a, a chamber with stone floors, but you can't see much because the head of this person is, like, blindingly bright. Who the hell are you? What? Could you, can you turn down the light a little bit? Oh. I can't exactly see. Is he gonna... Uh, Mikhail takes a large whiff through his nostrils to see if he can smell any evil coming off. Divine scent. Is he gonna kill us? <laughs> Do it quickly. <laughs> you cannot smell any evil coming off this guy. Well, maybe a little whiff. Um, you hear a voice call out, Well, alright, I'll turn down the brightness a little bit. <laughs> what the same fucking hell are y'all doing here? Oh my god. Oh, oh please, friend. Just, just give me a hug, man. Give me... <laughs> and this is your good buddy, uh, Roland, but he has no head. Roland! Yes. Roland, please! Hello, are you, re you, you really here? Why are you in hell? I have very many questions. I watched it. Why does this man have no head? <coughs> what? What is? You, well, to uh, cut a long story a bit short. <laughs> I like the fun. I like the fun. I'll give that to you. Now, um, continue. Just a bit off the top. Anyway, uh, uh, a not so close friend of ours, more like uh, an evil acquaintance. In black leather, uh, not of Man, my you taste. Suck it. Listen, I'll cut it even shorter for you. <laughs> Some dang idiot cut my head off in the middle of a bank heist. We uh, we were the ones strictly cut the bank. off, cut off our exit. We we robbed a. When did we rob a bank? Ouch. We'll talk about this later, big guy. Color me surprised. Why you guys are more interesting than I thought. Why didn't you call me for a bank heist? I'm really good at those. That's like literally. What I do. Now, Joshua, right here. Listen, okay, listen. To answer your question from before, I've been to hell so many times, they can't devise a single cage to keep me in here. I would already been gone, but I can't find my damn head. You're my new best friend. <laughs> so, what, what exactly are we looking at right now? Well, this, and he gestures around, is my, uh, mm, uh, uh, well, I, I, I mean, it's a portal room. I like to call it the hippity-hoppity escape room, but, <laughs> you know, it's a portal room. What can I say? I, I kind of like that name, the hippity-hoppity escape room. And so, as you look around, there is a, you're in a stone chamber, and there are a bunch of different branching hallways that go off of it. And all of the hallways are lined by these sort of shimmery, um pools but they're uh into the wall so you uh 
you have the ability to teleport through hell. Listen, Sonny, I can teleport wherever I want to. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes, yes, of course. Roy. Teach me your ways, oh wise one. <laughs> like I said, I can't find my head. So you can't go back to Prydea until you find your head? I can go back. I just don't want to be walking around like the fucking headless horseman. <laughs> kind of hard to be incognito without a head, don't you think? Well, Roland, we, uh, we really need your help. Your, your accent is atrocious, but I enjoy the things that you are saying. We really- Where'd you pick this one up from? He picked us up. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> Rydarius Hydrangea Sarsaparilla III, Esquire, at your service, sir. We call him Ryder. Roland suddenly kind of like tenses up a little bit, and he cocks his head and looks at you and he goes- Cocks his what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he cocked his glowing orb. <laughs> oh, got him! <laughs> Get him, got him good. He cocks the glowing orb that is substituting his head and goes, Oh, you're one of hers. One of whose? Yes, same, exact same question. Ryder? Why does Roland know you? Oh, this boy, he's got some underworld connections. Don't we all? I, I guess I can't put a face to your voice. Who are you again? And how do I know you? I, I feel like we've met somewhere. I feel like your voice is very familiar. He said his name was Roland like five minutes ago. Name's Roland? You might remember me from the... Uh, Oh, what was it? About, uh, 20 years ago, the, uh, the, the battle tournament? I cut that, I cut that beast in half with the, with the little portal trick? You were a little preoccupied playing Jester to Her Majesty. Um, um. This just got way more interesting. Tell us more. Who's Her Majesty? Listen! Listen, y'all! I gotta go! Don't touch anything! And then he disappears. Uh, um, uh, who is Her Majesty um, Ryder? I swear these uh, connections you have. Um, I, um. Aren't you supposed to know how always have a silver tongue or something? I, I, Spit it I, out! I have to go. Use the restroom. Listen, no, over, I don't. Over there. No, listen, I don't want to fuck this up. He said don't move, don't touch anything, don't go anywhere. I want to learn from him. We're going to listen to what he says. Ramash grabs him by his shirt and is like, Ryder, why are you not telling us anything there? Why buddy? are you sweating aside from all the heat down here? I probably shouldn't say her name lest she show up here. What, is her name Tiamat or something? Why no, no, um, remember I told you that I serve this person? I'm, how you would say, somebody who is gifted with magical powers because of reasons? Did you make a deal with a devil? Or more like his cousin? See, it would be ten times more creepy if it was my cousin. Um... 
that there was definite Oh, so it's, it's that kind of relationship. Perhaps you could write... What kind of magical powers did he need to sell your soul to the, the devil for? Well, um, if you have to know... I do. He, he takes out his violin and... Wait, so you so you sold your soul to learn to play music? Um, in well, a that sense, is in yes. no way original. That's the saddest way to sell your soul I've ever heard. Now, please, please. I've heard of a lot of ways to sell your soul to a demon. Anyway, Ryder, please invoke her name. Say it. Or don't say it. Or don't say it, so we don't lose this great place. And her her name is. She don't voluptua. I have never heard of Bless you. she don't voluptua before. And, uh, yeah, I mean, nothing really happened. Well, that was fun. I don't trust you. Now let's, uh, you can, yeah, stay where you are, because I don't even trust you. And that's saying something. I no longer want to be in hell with you. I, out of all the things I'd ever say to someone, I thought that if we're already here in hell together, you know, I'd want to be with someone who's actually, you know, alive still, and and yet I find myself not wanting to be with you. In hell. Especially considering he doesn't even have a soul to bargain with. He's already, he's more than willing to sell us out. Hmm. Are we going to keep laying on, or are you going to stop? Well, we're, we're going to continue, though you will be under, shall we say... Softer pretenses than spring's last ice. Yeah, I mean, there's not much else to do in here while we're waiting, so... Why not? You're sad and lonely. Sorry, that was a bit too harsh. But you are. So, are we really not gonna go anywhere? Where is that to go? Yeah, yeah, um... Ramash starts slowly walking around the room. Just, just don't touch anything, Ramash, alright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts, like, looking down the hallways and at the walls. And yeah, Sebo would like to perceive this whole place with his normal sight and through the monocle. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and, I guess, do your perception. So, <clears throat> uh, 31. Dude, you are broken as fuck. He's just really good at perceiving things, I guess. <laughs> 33. No, that's not right. That The first one would be 27. The second one would be... 28. You okay. can make out the carrot and the gold leaf and the paintings around the room. <laughs> he found Waldo. Okay. Um, I did bad math. In the closed book. <laughs> As you look around, this uh, all of the stonework in this uh, chamber and all of the adjoining hallways seems to be of excellent craftsmanship. This is a chamber that you cannot leave through non-magical means. You examine pretty much all over the place, and there are no doors or secret passages out. Okay. Windows? Um, it is, no, nothing. It's completely closed up. With your uh, kind of extra sight that you have, you're able to get kind of a glimpse sort of through the walls, and behind the walls is absolutely nothing. And so you surmise that this 
room and the adjoining hallways is in some kind of its own uh pocket po- dimension uh, yeah pocket dimension or some kind of a extra dimensional exactly. area thinking about now the question is are we still in hell we're not no. in hell you're not technically anywhere we're in, we're in roland's pocket <laughs> oh god um, or the pocket of someone else that roland so has built I a dimension in you guys i don't know how you guys all feel about being in another dimension, but I'm fairly we're well, certain we're well past that. <coughs> we are no longer in hell. Oh, good. Oh, that's cool. Oh, good. Great. How the Great. fuck now do we go anywhere now? Yeah, however, now we're not we, um, gonna die. We are encased in a fully enclosed room, and I can perceive no way out. Good. That means so, we don't have to fuck up. <laughs> did anyone bring out. snacks? I got some jerky. I brought really? a dwarf. Sea Hello? Hello? I got booze. Hello. Um, hi? What? What are you saying hi to? Hello? Did nobody just say my name? No. Oh, okay. I'm, I don't think so. Sorry, I must be hearing things. We're in a little box. How can you be Sea No, you see, it was right there again. Did none of you say. Ser- seriously, none of you? Ramash, Ramash leans over to the others and is like, Sibo. should we tie him up or something? I mean, we get a little guys, guys, shh, shh, sh- hey, everybody, please, just listen. SCA on the Opes Ray. I, um, would you like to take a whiff? Would you like to take a whiff? What? Because if he's hearing things, he's either, he's either going crazy because we're in a pocket dimension, or he is, he's hearing something that shouldn't be here. So, um, would you like to take a whiff, please? I... I did take a deep breath as soon as we entered this space. And I... Was it right before? It was before. And all of a sudden, Sibo uh, is like... Kind of just like drops to the ground. Well, so, oh my god, he died! So you all see Sibo hit the ground. Oh well. Inside Sibo's head, he is now... Sitting in some kind of a tavern, or at least that's what he sees. Oh yeah, an, uh, another one, please. Just I don't care what it is. Wow. What did I? Sibo looks around. Wait, where am I? Hello, Sibo. He- Hello. Um, I'm sorry. Do I know you? Oh, not directly. The name's Tom. Tom Latudu. Tom Latudu, nice to meet you. Wait, your name, it sounds very familiar. Have I read a book about you before? Uh, he just, he ta- he taps right next to his eye. Wait a minute. And Sibo, uh, then realizes that he has a monocle on his eye that is identical to the one on this guy. You seem to have come into possession of my monocle. Ha! <laughs> You know, this thing is, um, it's very handy. I, I have to say, uh, it's got me in and out of a few, uh, very hairy situations. Oh, but Sibo, you've gotten yourself into a very hairy situation, haven't you? Well, I... Blood magic? Mm-mm-mm. Oh. You, um... Tisk tisk, Sibo. You should know better than that. What do you mean, I... I... It seemed like the only option at the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Latudu, can, can I call you Tom? Of course, my Tom. boy, of course. Tom, um, 
I don't see how is that my uh, hairy situation right now. Um, last time I checked, uh, me and my companions are somewhere in hell and also somewhere in a completely different dimension. Because, my boy, because of the price of blood magic. Which is? You sold your soul! Oh. Um, I have, like, a, a few of those, right? Like, it's not a, it's not a big deal. It, I, it's like a... Nope, that's a, that's a one-and-done deal, my dude. <laughs> okay, so... You're in a real pickle. But, okay, so I don't have a soul now. Nope. Um, does that influence my, do I, do I die? Or, um, is, is it like a medical condition? Can I get Well, treatment? see, here's, here's the deal, all right. So, you did your blood magic in a temple. So, therefore, your soul goes to the patron of that temple, i.e. Tiamat. Oh. So, when you die, you're gonna be Tiamat's bitch for the rest of your life, and, uh, that won't go so well for you, cause, oh. you know, she's a dragon, and, um, yeah. That is, oh my gosh, Mikael's going to kill me. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a sword through the heart, and then I'm gonna have to go and live with Tiamat for the rest of But I've life. got some good news for you, my friend. Okay, well, you just told me I lost my soul, so uh, just about anything is good news from that. Well, you know, I gotta build up the anticipation, you know, <laughs> you're, very, a very, you're, yes. you're a performer of the theatrics! Yes, yes. So here's the deal, and he gestures around this, this uh, tavern room, which is quite full, actually. Every single person in here is one of your direct ancestors. Meaning that we are all very fucking good thieves. So, <laughs> so here's the plan, my boy. You keep doing you. We are going to steal your soul. And then like that, you are back with your companions. Oh my god. Oh, what a headache. You know, maybe if he is what dead, that means fuck. there's less... Guys, everybody oh. shut up. Everybody just shut up. Um, for the record, I was the one who wasn't going to steal your stuff, and the dwarf was the one who was going to. <laughs> I wasn't gonna steal your his body. Stuff. As soon as Sibo wakes up, the first thing he feels for is the monocle. I mean, it's still there unless a, a, somebody else took it off your body. No, no. Okay, so yeah, oh, it's okay. still there. Just, just making sure, you know. You can never be too certain when Joshmi's around. Oh my god, I said I wasn't gonna steal your shit. I was just talking about how if you were dead, we didn't have to, like, have the shares go to five people instead of four from whatever the hell we're getting from all this adventure shit. Um, right. Uh, Mikael? That's me. Perhaps I could talk to you for a moment. Uh, over in that corner. Yes, privacy in what you have told me is a pocket dimension? Yeah, yes. Um, just... You kind of pulled him aside. Mikael, did you know that... Uh, that you can sell your soul? I'm quite aware. I sold mine a long time ago. Oh, okay, so... What I'm, what I'm struggling with is... Is, um... Apparently, I... Accidentally sold my soul. Ah, ah. And, and uh, who was your uh, elder god of choice? 
He yes. says as he admires a dagger on his belt. <laughs> well, um, I, I, I don't know. To be honest, um, this is gonna sound crazy, but I just how, pray tell, could you sell your soul to a god without knowing who? Um. Okay. So I just, I just talked to um. That usually involves a very personal conversation with said deity. Well, uh, I just had a conversation with my great-great-great-great-great-grandpa. Ah, ancestral moments. They descend on us usually in the darkest of times. Well, he, uh, he informed me that apparently performing blood magic in a god's temple is a, um... The price of that is a the selling of a soul? Yes, and uh, I'm assuming now that your knowledge of magic to this point is rudimentary, at best? Well, okay, I'm gonna just jump right to it, and please do not- Please don't kill me, I accidentally sold my soul to your mom. Okay. Ah, there is only one way to deal with this. Uh, please We will don't. have to kill you. Oh, make me- oh, oh, no, 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 hey, 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 hey. We just need to chill out? We need to take it easy. He needs to go have a conversation with the one that he had sold his soul to. Do whatever labor is required of him, and return to the land of the living. The only way to do that directly is to die. Hmm. See, I, um, I never made any kind of contract. Uh, there's no fine print, you know? Well, if you were to say... Run it short, what better way to call up the contract than if it seemed to be cut short of its normal but uh, if test I, drive? But if you are we are we actually are we actually going to let him kill him? Because I am totally into this, Wait, but what? I don't think this is such a good idea. Especially I was say, I think Ryder just like walked up. Unless he was eavesdropping on you. <laughs> I think Ryder probably would. Well, um... Let's have him do a stealth check to find... To, uh... To find out. To find out. Oh, I mean, shit. he's a stinky boy around me. <laughs> okay, stealth check. <gasps> that's a... That's a... That's a... 25? Okay. Yeah, he was definitely sneaking your conversation. Stealthy. I'm sorry, Ryder, what are you yelling about over what there? are you going on about? What's going on? I feel like Josh and Ramash are now walking up to this project. Yeah, we're walking over to Guy to figure out the fuck he's going on about. You sold your soul to... <laughs> Wait, he sold his soul? What? He sold what? his soul? Okay, everybody, just stop looking at me, please. Um, now I want to look at you even more. Mikhail, What's it feel Mikhail. like? Mikhail. That's look, look, you're not gonna... I, I don't understand this, but please. Apparently... My ancestors, um, are currently uh, devising a plan to steal my soul back for me so that I don't have to die and I don't have to, um, you know, pay up on my contract with Tiamat. And I know that not paying up on a contract is something that you wouldn't necessarily agree with, but at the same time, it is Tiamat, and I know that you hate her. Sibo. So by, by, uh, if I... Sibo! I will give you 72 hours once we reach the land of the living. Oh, if in that window you can successfully have a reunion with your ancestors and bring more tidings, once we reach the land of the living, where you can be properly offered up to the god that you have already sold your soul to, 
Then, then we shall re-group re, uh, and have a meeting? I think they call it a powwow. I can't believe of all the gods you sold your soul to, it was Tiamat. <laughs> oh, um, it was nice knowing you. I, for the I will need to gather that I like that I saw that I met you I liked you I will need at least that much time to gather the materials to properly offer up a acolyte of Tiamat I volunteered to help and I get his stuff when we kill him hey boys yeah while you're all having fun can we figure out a way to get the hell out of here I'm getting bored here's the answer Roland comes back takes us where we go so you're telling me I'm stuck in this fucking little box with the four of you don't make it sound like it's such a bad thing. Until our host returns, it does seem that that is our uh, more or less problem. Listen, it's great. We've got booze. Um, yeah, I can't cope with this. Sibo pulls out his bag of holding. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the light and uh, his, ba his bag of weed holding. Yes, packs a pipe and starts hotboxing this room. Whoa. I think the room's a little too big to hotbox unless you're really gonna go at it. Okay, You've well got... he, starts, he starts smoking. You've got good stuff? Oh, yeah, of course. <coughs> I mean, I am from the White Timber Forest. Can, can I? <sighs> yes, as long as you don't help me, Kyle, kill me. Mm. <laughs> well, a, I never a, thought this was going to be a bargaining chip. <laughs> you know what? I'll just stick with my booze. I'm not going to kill you. Sibo <laughs> passes the pipe off. <laughs> because when I do kill you, I get all your shit, including your weed holder. The deals that I get to kill him. Oh, absolutely. You can kill them all you want. I don't need that on my hands. All right, so Sibo and Ryder have a, uh, a puff puff pass moment, <laughs> and uh, the rest of you sit around. So it's now been uh, a solid couple of hours that you've just been oh, chilling man. in here. Sibo, you're like my, my you're like my best friend now, man. I don't want you to. I don't want you to die, dude. Uh, you're you're so cool. And hey, man. Shit. Look, I'm not gonna die. I, you know, I've just found out that apparently my family is like still around and they're like still fighting for me, man. And that's like really hits me in the heart, just knowing that all these relatives, man, they still care about me. And you know, I don't really want to die, and I don't want to go and work for Tiamat. But no, she sucks, man. Uh, you she know? sucks bad. Do you know her? <laughs> no, but but I've seen her. I've seen her. Uh, her plane of hell. It sucks, man. It just well, it hey, sucks. Right, right, right. Could you? I'm sorry, but could you just? Could you tell me about what your selling of the soul was like? It, it might help me get through this. Well, she really wants to have sex with me, and I just don't want to give it to her, so... Is she, like... I mean, is she ugly or something? I mean... No, no, she just... Is it multiple heads? Is no, it, it's, uh, it's like... Is it the eyes? Is it, no, is it spider no, legs? No, no, so, no, it's... It's, um... Hard to explain. It's voluptuous. She's into some really weird shit. Oh, BDSM. 
<laughs> yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've been there a few times. The uh, the jailer's daughter, let me tell you what. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> It's the only time I ever actually wanted to be in prison. It's a very specific kind of daddy issues. <laughs> oh god. Good day. I'm Ken. And I'm Steve, and we're the hosts of the Nerd Cantina Show, where nerd culture and society intersect. Whether you come for entertainment news or some space and science talk, we are here to keep you informed on weekly nerd topics and discuss how they affect us as a society. As well as having in-depth interviews in our Cantina Conversation and Fight Me Fridays. Just like any Cantina, we want you to join in on the conversation. From our blog at thenerdcantina.com, our voicemail line, or our closed Facebook group at thenerdcantina.com forward slash community, where we really get to interact with our fans. So pull up a stool and get involved in our community. Hey everybody, RJ here. Thank you again so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate you. Uh, it's like almost four in the morning and I kind of feel like crap, something with my sinuses. So I'm going to try to make this the quickest commercial break that I have ever done. Uh, apologies that it's been like four months since an episode. Uh, I did get an episode of Seed Country out. So like I had some sort of podcast content coming out uh, and I've been doing my Twitch streams. If you want to catch that, I'm now uh, dual streaming to both Kick and Twitch. Twitch is still Redsun55 Gaming. Kick is just kick.com slash Redsun55. I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. Eastern. Um, so I hope to see you there. Uh, but yeah, really sorry that there hasn't been an episode. I don't really have anything much more to say on that other than I'm... I'm kind of in the mindset currently. I, I think I hyperfixate on things and my hyperfixation right now is getting episodes out. So I think there's going to be a period where you're going to get a lot of episodes again. So yay. All right. So, um, yeah, thanks again for listening. Uh, there's a new social media app since our last episode threads, uh, via Instagram. So if you have an Instagram account, you can get a threads account. It's going to be the same username as Instagram. We're already on there. That's, the same as we are on all social medias, Realms Nerds, R-E-A-L-M-S-N-E-R-D-S. If you post online about the show on any social media, please use the hashtag Realms Nerds to help point people towards the podcast. Yeah, we're also, obviously, we're still on Twitter. We're not abandoning Twitter, uh, at least not yet. Uh, we have a Facebook page, Instagram page, a TikTok, although I basically never use it, that, and I think even a Pinterest, whatever, it doesn't matter. Social media, if we're there, we're there. If we're not, we're not. Um, yeah, don't forget to share the show with friends. Sharing the show is the best way to get the podcast, uh, you know, to get new listeners. If you would like to financially support me, help me, like, not have to spend so much time at my real job. Um, you can support me over on Patreon. Uh, it is the Red Blade Productions Patreon. So I'm guessing it's like patreon.com slash Red Blade Productions, something like that. There will be a link in the episode description. There's links for everything there. There's, I think it's, uh, I think the tiers are all $5 currently. I don't know. I don't have like any people on there yet, so I'm not super worried about things. However, I do know that for this podcast, for there's a tier, I've tiered them currently towards like what you're there for, because this is a Patreon that covers this podcast, the Cedar Country podcast, and my uh, video game content. The tier for this podcast, you have access to these episodes 
ad-free, so you won't have to hear me yapping at you in the middle of the episode like you are right now. Uh, and then also there will be Patreon-exclusive campaigns. Uh, we have one that we have recorded completely. I just haven't done any of the editing for. It is a campaign that is called A Spirited Tale. Uh, it is DM'd by Ash, who is Ramash Scarbear in this campaign that you're listening to right now. Uh, it's a really, really fun one. Uh, it's not the same group of guys either. Uh, there's, th- I can't math, three of us that are from this group that you're listening to right now that are in that group. Uh, Ray, who is Ryder, and then myself and Ash. And then Ash's brother, my other cousin Chris, is also there. And then our friend Damien is also there. He's had some appearances. I don't know if he's shown up in anything I've released yet, but he'll, if not, he'll show up at some point in something that's available for everybody. But if you want to have exclusive content, an exclusive campaign or two or three, uh, you can join our Patreon and then, you know, at some point I'll start getting those out. I do plan to put either the first episode or like a really good episode from each of those or both, I guess, um, from those campaigns. Uh, available to everybody so people can like get an idea what it is but yeah obviously nobody's obligated to do anything whatever but the patreon is there if you feel so inclined like i said the most important thing is just sharing the show with people that you think would also like it uh leaving us reviews let us know how we did so yeah well this wasn't as short as i thought it was but that's because i'm pretty rambly especially if i don't have a script to go off of um thank you so much to our friend Kyle for composing the main theme of the podcast. Uh, thank you as well to every single one of you for listening and hanging out with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, don't worry, we're still here. I'm just, it's, we still, we record like every week. I'm just bad at editing. That's on, honest to God, that's the truth. There's, there's, we're, we're not going anywhere. There's, there's hours of content left for you. So thanks again, guys. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I really like this episode. I had a lot of fun with that, especially the uh, piece that you heard earlier when he was introducing the battle into hell. I was incorporating, um, I watched uh, Drum Corps International either earlier this month or last month and used to do marching band. And I've really wanted to do a piece that incorporated marching band style music. I've done a concert band piece in our other campaign. Uh, but it was really fun to kind of like do a marching band kind of style piece for this. And I just love doing the music, but it also is part of what takes, it's part of what really adds time to an episode. So if there's a lot of music in an episode, uh, then it probably took a bit for the episode to be edited. And a lot of it was the music because music composing. Anyways, uh, thanks again, guys. Until next episode, which will be. Let's see, the way that these are going currently, I think it's going to be episode 13, maybe 14. I don't know right now. It's not in front of me of the Vasanoka Adventures. Um, But yeah, so until then, take care of yourselves, stay awesome, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parley Hour Podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com 
where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Ramosh is going to walk over to one of the portals because he can't stand hey, anymore. Hey, Ramosh! What are you doing? I am bored. I am sick of being stuck in this room not doing anything with my life. I'm going to poke around and see what happens. Wait, no. wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. It's a good idea. No, no it's not. Ramosh. He told us to wait here. Don't touch anything. Don't Too late, I'm doing it. Ramosh, Ramosh, let me try something real Ramosh. quick. Starts walking over to a portal. So where are you going to do Joshmi is going to go and try and tackle him. Oh, away no, from the portal. A dwarf is going to tackle. A okay. Um, I guess do uh, do this like a straight up strength contest. I guess. Five. <laughs> That's sixteen, my boy. Okay. So basically, uh, I just cling on his Josh leg. Me, yeah, Joshimi kind of just bounces off of Ramash. Ramash <laughs> uh, just brushes it off. Don't touch anything. Uh. Sibo is going to try to write on the ground with a little piece of charcoal in his bag. Some thieves can't with a message calling Roland back. Okay. Uh, you write your message. And, um... I guess now uh, we wait. Remorse, please don't step through the portal. Why do we, we wait? I mean, we're waiting for Roland, but why do you say it like that? Well, it's just... Just I'm just trying something. I mean, before before we go poking around in random portals, I thought we might try to contact him directly. Oh, okay, sounds good. I mean, Ramaj is gonna walk over to the nearest portal and just take a quick peek through it before doing anything. See if he can see anything. Peek through it well, or at it, like looking at it or crossing the barrier. Looking at it. Okay. Uh, as you look at it, you cannot see. It's like a shimmery pool almost you can't really see anything through it okay um nothing nothing gained so um rider is going to yell yolo and (laughs) run through the nearest portal uh josh is going to try and tackle him while he runs at (laughs) a portal i got Um, back up you know what talking for like a solid minute i think i think that was i think he was too quick you weren't expecting him to go through, so he just he gets uh, through Ryder, before you can get on. there. He oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. through the portal. Ramash is going to step through his portal. Oh my god, you guys didn't even go through the same portal. Uh, He's gone. Who am I even talking to? They didn't even go through the same portal. What's up with that? What happens if they end up in two completely different places? Ramash is dumb. Ryder is dumb. I, out of all the people... You know, I, I didn't think that we would be the ones here. Yeah, I know. I Wait, mean, did Ramash actually go through? Yeah, they both yes. did. Okay, S- different portals or the same one? Different. Different. Okay, different. Okay. This is going to be fun. I can't wait to see what happens. I mean, right. you can have one. We're going to die. Mikhail. No, wait. No, you care too much about the fact that he sold his soul to Tiamat. I'm not worried about you. Yeah, he's <coughs> just been sitting in a corner sharpening his uh, scalping knife. I'm right. definitely not going through a portal because if I go back yeah, to good, idea, then that that my 72 hours start. And, yeah, I um, like what you're thinking, kind of. I want your stuff, but I also don't want you to go through a portal and fuck this up. Is there anything about the design of the portals that indicates where the destination may be? I I thought he said it was just 
kind of a silvery, shimmery um, pool for all of them. Like, anything about the design of the frame. Even in Minecraft, you know, the portal's made of obsidian. <laughs> so. That sounds like a roll. Yes, one that has a heart shape, another one looks um, like a halo. <laughs> go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll one an investigation. Looks like a one looks like a candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Halloween Town. That's an 18. Okay. Um, you go and look at both of the portals that they jumped through, and they're actually both the portals they went through were in the same like branch of the hallway. Right. Um. And so, as you examine all of these portals, you are able to make out that there is some kind of lettering above them that appears to be a really ancient language that you can't quite read, but you can discern enough, given your your studies of ancient tongues at the temple, you can determine enough that both of these go to other planar realms. As in different ones? Correct. So, I'll give you this. You can tell that they are not going back where you came from before, and you can tell that they're definitely not going to take you back to the main, like, overworld of Pridea. Okay. So, either way, you're still stuck in hell, more or less? You're somewhere. But you're so in neither. You're, you're, you're not in Pridea. We didn't, we didn't go back where we were, so we're not back in hell. Or at least not that portion of hell. We could cut to <laughs> Doctor Strange on the top of Everest. So are the three of you just staying in this portal room, or? No reason to leave so far. <clears throat> I deem, from the appearance of these portals that our uh, two uh, traveling acquaintances have ended up in destinations nowhere near each other. Cool. And, um, how exactly do you determine that? Well, uh, you see these characters above the... above the doorways. Well, I do now. Yeah. <laughs> 32! Nat 20. Nat... Nat 20, 32. Come on. What am I... What, what am I... What is it? Investigation? Yeah. Well, I, I see, yes, um... That's an 11. Okay. <laughs> you're, not, you're not very good at perceiving things there, bud. She was gonna look at Josh and me can barely tell that there's markings above these doorways. Yeah, they look like they've been here a long time. I can hardly notice them. So much for being a dwarf. He's gonna look at all of the uh, inscriptions above these doors. Okay. Um. See if anything stands out. If he can determine what any of them mean. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you this. We'll say that to say to save ourselves a conversation. We'll say that you were able to put your head together with uh, Mikael, given the knowledge that he had of this, and collectively you were able to determine that both of these planes are marked with something that you roughly translate to mean active living area, and you're not really sure exactly what that means. You get kind of the sense that maybe it's like. They're, they're like more active planes and they're not like a purgatory or something. Hmm. Oh, please send me to the Beastlands. Please send me to the Beastlands. Uh, well, maybe, maybe perhaps this place of living means he has some form of home set up there? An outpost, perhaps. Hmm. 
Well, nothing ventured and nothing gained. Oh my god, you too? <laughs> but which one do we go after? Ramosh or Rock None of the above. We wait here for Roland so he can teach us how to do cool transportation shit. We send in the rogue. We don't send in the rogue. <laughs> From the behind you, you see a flash uh, on the floor near where Sibo drew his thieves can't. Oh my god, is it Roland? I don't know, we turn around and look at it! That's what okay. he's saying as he turns around. As you, as you walk over there and look, in Thieves Cant has been kind of, um, sort of scorched onto the stone a message, and, uh, Sibo reads it and it simply says, busy, talk later. Okay, <sighs> guess we'll just wait until he can get back to us. Well, um, we split up, then? <laughs> You take the dwarf and go after Dragon You Boy don't take the dwarf. The dwarf don't wait, go nowhere. Wait, We have no idea of knowing if, much like the portal that got us to that layer of hell, if once we pass through these, that they are not a one-way door. Good point. I vote we stay here. Hold on. I propose a much more dangerous plan. That is... Definitely not my middle name, so no. But it could, it... Hold on, that was only before I considered a mode that would not possibly end in dismemberment. Um, hold on, do you have a length of rope? Yes, I do, right yes. here. Will you fasten it about your waist? Oh boy. Sibo fastens the rope. Now, if you venture into this portal and find that you are not able to return through it, is simply pull on the rope until either one of us follows through or until the rope just disappears into your hand. This but, seems very scientific. But if you find that there are enemies within that we cannot overcome, simply tug on the rope and release it, and we will pull you out immediately. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but if it seems safe, you know, just keep walking and I assume. <laughs> I'll go in after the rider. And Sibo uh, is going to give a little salute and step into the portal. Okay, so for those of you on the other side of the portal, you see Sibo pass through, and about 10 feet of the rope follows him. And then suddenly, the end of the rope that is touching the portal drops to the ground, and you can see that it has been severed. Well, as I suspected, it appears that there is a time lapse with the doorways being open, almost like a revolving door. All that sounds like I should just stay here and wait for Roland. <sighs> if you want to go, have fun. Yep. You must go after Ramash. No, 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 no. You can't make me go anywhere. I would like to do a uh, strength check. <laughs> no, okay. Hold, hold, hold up, hold up. You pick him up. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a five. You can't pick that okay. badass up. Uh, unless he gets... I guess do a do a strength he gets roll a as well. Fail. That's a three. <laughs> Somehow, you are able to pick up a wiggling <laughs> Joshimi. Nope. And hoist him Wait, no, in the on. air. No, fine. You know what? He's fine. Let's cut it. Let's cut a deal. 
I'll allow you to throw me through there since you won fair and square. If you'll allow me to leave a message here for Roland before you toss me through the door. I don't even have to stand on the ground. You can just kind of hold me towards the ground and I can write it there. I'll wait here for him. No, you're not waiting here for nobody. <laughs> Alright, what are we doing, guys? <laughs> if I go through, you go through. Listen, I only meant to frighten you. If Roland does return, tell him precisely which portals each of us has ventured into and why. That is all that I entrust to you. Okay. Without further ado, I will follow after our once removed and now returned brainless friend. Sounds good. Now can you put me down then? Yes, fair enough. I didn't even get to use my pinky. What? Huh? Well, like the strength of just one pinky. Oh, I thought you were gonna stick. Okay, somewhere. so you so you set. Oh God! You set Joshua <laughs> down, and then yeah. uh, you're following after Ramosh. Yep. Okay. Not even bothering to tie rope because it doesn't work. The, the one the experiment point? is just like work. yeah, shit. Okay. So Joshua, you are fully committed to uh, staying in this portal room. Is this what you want? You want to sure. see PCs die? <laughs> I'm just bef- before <laughs> before like before we move all. forward. Everybody, everybody's got to lock into their decision before we move forward. So yes, you he's, are he's committed. You are fully committed. You are staying in the portal room. Yes. Baby okay. Bitch. Nah, that that takes some guts, man. Just sitting there in silence. <laughs> he's got booze. He can take a nap too. He already took one Until earlier. Until he falls through one of the portals <laughs> while he's drunk. <laughs> All right, Ryder, with reckless abandon, jumped through this portal, uh, and everything kind of felt sort of like it was speeding around him for a second, and then he uh, lands in a large sort of open, kind of looks like the top of a tower, perhaps. There are uh, he can see well off into the distance around, and it appears to be this area of uh, kind of like a, a red sky. But then the on the uh, you know off in the horizon, he can see maybe some mountains or something. Uh, around the outside, there are stone pillars, kind of ringing this top of this tower. In the center, there appears to be some kind of a festivity going on. There's a large banquet table. There's a lot of people no. dancing and uh, having a good time, some performers. And um, uh, at the far end, on a raised dais, sort of laying reclined on a, on a chase lounge, is a woman. And as he comes through the portal, she looks up and goes... Oh, Ryder, my darling! <laughs> Whatever are you doing here? <laughs> oh, you're so fucked. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> come, come and give me a kiss. <laughs> um, uh, hello, ma'am. Um, I will be down in a second. A couple, a couple of guards actually come up next to you and kind of walk you over there. Before he, before that happens, he's touching the portal. He's touching where the portal once was. It's like, uh, give, uh, give me out he is, here. It, no, nothing happens. You are, uh, you are escorted over to this woman who, uh, is in fact the, the lady Voluptua 
and she uh, she gives you a huge kiss and says, yeah, no, "He's still in hell." <laughs> oh my darling, I've missed you so much. Have you come to join me? Uh, you're just in time for the banquet. Well, I mean, it's always the banquet, but you know what I mean. Uh, I, 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 I guess so. I, um... Oh, shit. <laughs> now, my dear Ryder, my bed is still empty. Have you come to fill that position as well? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh. You got your own meander there, bud. Mm, mm. Um, I guess so. I. Wonderful, splendid. Now, listen, you've been gone for far too long. You must sing us a song of your travels. Everyone, everyone gather around. Ryder is going to sing us a song. Um. Um. He starts looking around, just kind of. Uh. Uh. Now come along, you silver-tongued devil. I know you've got a song in you. Come sing us a song. Is this a thing? Is this a thing? Um. um so, uh. I got, got thrown down a hole, or I guess I, I, I kind of went, went down, down it myself. myself. Um. I. I it would appear that the young writer has developed a stage fright. It, I mean, I can't imagine what he sold his soul for if he's going to have stage fright, but no matter. Here, come. Put some drink in him. Perhaps he'll have a song for us later. So I got a, I got a joke if you guys want to hear a joke. <laughs> One of the guys I was running with sold his soul to Tiamont. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, enti- the entire crowd erupts into laughter. <laughs> Why on earth would he do something silly like that? And just on cue, Sibo uh, then stumbles through the portal. <laughs> as soon as he gets to this portal, he's going invisible. Okay. We now jump over to Ramash. Ramash is currently hiding. You came through your portal and found yourself in... What appears to be the the hell equivalent of an industrial factory. There is it's a large kind of heavy like stone and metal structure. Um, there's all kinds of goblins building various inscrutable things, and at the center of it all is a large monstrosity that has two heads. One is much larger than the other. And instead of a stomach, it has a large forge. And it is making all manner of terrible weaponry. The large head appears to be the forger. It has a a hammer that it swings to forge this metal. And then holds it up to the smaller head that inspects the quality. Um, At which point it then passes inspection or goes back for more work. So you've been in here for several minutes now and have been hiding uh, behind some crates trying to figure out what your next move is here. Oh, I wish I could turn into a rat or something. Do you know what a rat is? Nope. <laughs> um, Mikhail, go ahead and do a stealth check for me. That's an 11. Okay. 
Ramash, you uh, you hear a little bit of noise and you you turn behind you and you see uh, Mikael somewhat clumsily kind of come through where you knew the portal was before and uh, sort of look like he's trying to get his bearings here. Ramash grabs him by the shoulder and quickly ducks him back behind the crates. Shh, <laughs> we are in a very, very bad place right now. This was not my best idea. Well, how long did it take you to gather that? And it's got quite a line of competition, let me tell you. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. So, uh, as best I can tell, uh, I'm not exactly sure where we are, but it looks like some kind of weapons factory of the worst kind. Goblins every fucking where. And uh, they got the big boss who's got two heads, and his stomach is a forge that is literally making these horrific weapons. Hmm... So, then you're telling me that both in one place we have flammable things and, uh, a more or less an opportunity at sabotage? Um, I'm... What? Sabotage for who? I, I, I apologize. My mind is almost always on war. Um, I am merely thinking of how we could more or less throw a wrench in the works here in hell. But you're assuming we're in hell. I don't even know what kind of hell this would be. True. We gotta True. Get out of here. Do these goblins appear to be alive? Do they? Here. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't even really make you roll for that. They they do appear to be lo- alive. Uh, they're pretty fiendish looking, but they're definitely alive. Yeah, the goblins are alive for sure. Uh, uh I don't know. We might be in the realm of some forge demon or some shit like that. We gotta get out of here, man. There's no use trying to get back through the portal. I already tried. It is not there anymore. We gotta... We, yeah, we gotta find a way out. Yeah, duly noted. Ramash, would like, I'd like to do a um, perception check in the area to see if there's a way out. Okay, go ahead and do a perception check. That's a 19. I, You know what? I'll say that you can see that this building that you're in extends <coughs> past where you can see... But you don't see any sort of immediate ways out of here. Um, I got I got nothing, Mikhail. I'm looking around. I can't even see the end of this fucking building. Do you think we should just stay put, or we should start trying to just wander in a direction and hope to the gods we find a way out? So there appears to be a center of action. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess the big boss there might be the center of attention at the moment. Following, um the logic that there must be a center to this if we go along the extremities away from it we could possibly avoid attention while still looking for an escape sure let's let's do that i like that let's start sneaking and i guess we're making our way away from the center tactically and stealthily it goes yes all right so i guess both of you do stealth checks for me real quick uh that's a 10 that's an 11. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump back over to the other realm now. So we came through this portal, or at least I did. This guy named Rowan created. And I guess I don't know why I'm here or why it even sent me here. But I'm here to party now. Oh, Ryder, that was a wonderful song, except for the whole Roland part. Ugh. You know what? I... Have, Have we met, met Roland before? He, he said, said that he knows, knows us. us. He is a 
vile man. I wish not to talk of him. Oh, okay. Well, what do you want to talk about? Oh, let's talk about you. Oh, shit. Okay, um... So, I, um... Kind of got this thing right now, and I kind of can't do some stuff. I mean, it might be broken. Um, I, uh, I don't know how to tell you this. You're looking right through my facade, aren't you? Of course. We can come back to these deceptions later. I, I do love your games, Ryder. What of your friends? Tell me more about them. Listen, one, one of them, them is a dark elf, and the guy seriously is addicted to Bahamut. I mean, can you believe that? Bahamut? Oh my! Oh man, I haven't seen Bahamut in so long! Man, the, I mean, the, uh, the last time we met it was kind of bloody, but still a great guy, I mean, come on. But, like, a... Like, worshipping him, though? Yeah, he's, he's been, been doing, doing it for over, like, a thousand years. He still like has it. followers? Oh, my gosh! I know, oh, I didn't know either. <laughs> I, guess I guess they have a whole commune outside Oh, of, that's uh, cute. Yeah. And, um, how quaint. We got ourselves... I don't know how they got him. We got, our, we got ourselves a brain-dead dragonborn, too. I swear that they... That they said that, they, that his brain got eaten by a... By a mind flare, and it got put back inside of him, and he's kind of—he forgot like all his magic. His magic keeps screwing up on him. It's hilarious. Oh my! What what sort of crazy homebrew D and D rules let that happen? <laughs> we just got real meta. <laughs> wow! <laughs> they both stopped and stared at the audience. <laughs> yeah, that's the stop and look at the audience for like three seconds moment. <coughs> so, and they, they got this, uh, they got this thief. He's a dwarf? That's already really funny. Are you kidding me? A thieving dwarf. He's a bumbling idiot in a coward. I hate this guy. He's the dumbest motherfucker I've ever met in my entire life. I mean, what dwarves aren't thieves? Am I right? That's true. <laughs> Oh, Ryder, your friends sound so itchy. You will have to bring them here. We'll have such fun. Oh, no, no, I'm not gonna... I kind of need them right now. I have a debt to pay with somebody. And, um... I, a, they're, they're kind of they're kind of a good means to an end right now. Excuse... Uh, a, a debt? Um... Mm, Ryder, Ryder, my dear, I thought that uh, our debt was sort of a mutually exclusive agreement. <laughs> oh, uh... I mean, with mortals, mortals. That's that's that's, that's something else. Don't worry about that. Mm. Um, I, hmm. Ryder, you you disappoint me. We will have to discuss this more. But, um, hmm. For now, um, the uh, the guards will show you to your chambers. Please d- show show him to his room. Uh, we we will talk later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, hi. I guess. And uh, she doesn't look super happy with you as you're uh, you're shown to your your room. Uh, we're gonna jump back to Joshimi. Joshimi, it has been for you. It has been several hours at this point mm-hmm. that you have been sitting here doing uh, essentially nothing. What have you been <laughs> filling your time with? 
Well, he took a nap, and then when he woke up from that, he realized that he should probably let Roland know kind of what's going on. So he scrolled uh, in Thieves' Camp down by where the messages were like, Hey, everyone else left, but I'm still here. Please teach me <laughs> your teleporting ways when you get back. Josh and me. P.S. I told them not to go, but they wouldn't listen, and I'm not <laughs> strong enough. So we'll say you wrote that before you uh, took your nap. And after you woke up, there is a message that is that has appeared in Thieves' Can't next to your message. And it just says, don't be a fucking kiss-ass. Fair enough. You know, they told me that back in my job interview years ago, but I never listened. Okay, so it's Josh and me just uh, going back to the bottle. Is he that that all he's doing for now? Yeah, he's just gonna sit back and pull out his flask and sit back and kick back. Yeah, God, you add so much to this game. All right, no, I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go back over to the other side here. We've got uh, Ramash and Mikhail. You've been sneaking through this uh, facility for a little while. You, you've kind of, I think, wound through a little bit of the facility, and you found that most of the, uh, I think you covered kind of sort of one entire wing of it, and you found that it's pretty much empty. There's a lot of rooms that are currently not being used. They look like they could be occupied, like they could be converted to start being used again, but at the moment there's nothing going on in them. Uh, do we see any, like, gizmos or gadgets just lying around that might seem of particular interest to us? This is, after all, a weapons factory. Not really. A lot of the, at so, least not where you are, a lot of the stuff seems to be contained to the uh, the main area where the work is currently being done. <laughs> of course, being bound by the technology of whatever world we're in, are we talking, like... Weapons that can be used in hand-to-hand combat, or are we talking like... We're talking fucking laser guns here, boy. Uh, okay, again, are we talking about laser guns that we could mount on the moon, or personal? I'm, I'm talking like, are we talking person-to-person weapons, or larger weapons, like engines of war? Is it, is it basically an aircraft plant or is it a machine gun plant? Like, or- Go ahead and do an investigation check for me. Oh, heck, do I understand the weapons of the time? <laughs> That's a 16. A lot of what seems to be being churned out here is of a personal use nature. A lot of the weapons you recognize, there's a lot of um, sort of simply hewn, like swords and pikes and things like that. Nothing forged and tempered? Or is it, like, rough-hewn weapons? Or There's actually... Uh, there's a good mix of of things. There's a, a definite... Some form of craftsmanship? The, yeah, there's a... There, I will say there's a there's different levels of craftsmanship that you okay. see, depending on what area you're in. Okay. Um, the, the guy that... The big guy that you saw in the middle is making... Weapons that seem to be of very fine craftsmanship. Okay. Um, so as you are sort of working your way through this facility, you've kind of wound your way back to the center area. And as you, uh, as you go to sneak through, Ramash kind of places his hand on one of the crates to catch his breath. 
And something about the way that crate was sitting there just was not quite right. And him uh, leaning against it causes the entire stack to topple over. And you are completely exposed to this uh, this large forge belly that's in the center of the room. Ramash gives a small wave and a small and a little grin. Run. Okay, and we're gonna jump back over to the uh, the other group now. What is Sibo doing? Well, Sibo got through the portal, went invisible. Uh, first thing he kind of perceives or notices is Ryder up on stage, and this queen lady. So he watches Ryder, and then as he's getting escorted away. He decides to follow and see, find his way through kind of the area towards where he is. Okay, so you're just sort of following him? Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and do a stealth check with advantage. Okie Uh, that's going to be 19. Yeah, I think you're able to follow behind these guys without too much trouble. They bring Ryder to a room and show him inside, and uh, even though he was escorted by some guards to the room, uh, they don't lock him in or anything when he when they shut the door. Okay. Is there a, a keyhole? Uh, yeah, there's a keyhole. Alright, Sibo is going to squeeze through the keyhole, then is the shadow, and once getting inside the room, his attention is not on Ryder, but rather... The area, he's gonna quickly go around the room, check everything out, you know, get a scope of everything. You know, if there's a window, he's gonna stick his head out the window and see what's over there and basically make sure that everything is safe before unshadowing. Okay, um, I guess do an investigation check. 18. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a simple room. There's a, a bed, a dresser, and, like, a wash basin in there. Uh, there is a window. The window is currently closed. Are you going to open the window, or are you just uh, looking Sibo out? can't open the window if there's a, any gap. Oh, yeah, because you can't interact with right, it. If there's a gap or anything like that, he'll, he can squeeze through and kind of stand on the windowsill yeah there are no, there are no gaps okay um, all he can do is look through the window okay as you look through the window you see pretty much the same thing you saw up on the top part of this tower you are an indeterminate amount uh, up in the air it's the the ground is definitely somewhere far below you if in fact there even is any ground you can't so- you see no ground layer there's like clouds just to clarify, when when we were teleported here, basically like this whole structure is just one big tower. Correct. Yes, it's a it's just like a large cylindrical tower. Okay. So you went down uh, a floor or two to get to this room. <coughs> okay. Were we on the top beforehand? Correct. Okay. After that, Sibo's going to unmask himself in shadow, return to the whatever plane it is exactly that they're on and um just look right at Ryder um where the fuck are we um 
We are in uh, the uh, the plane of or the circle of hell that is uh, run by the matron who gives me my powers. She don't voluptua, and you should not be here. Yeah, I kind of got that. Um, I'm wondering why you're here. I'm wondering why you walked through that fucking portal. I'm wondering how we're gonna get out of here. Well, it seemed like it would push the plot along. Uh, well, um, what are your intentions? I don't want to be here, and I don't know how I'm getting out of here. Well, let's start, um, you're from here, yes? Um, no, 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 it, my, my, my matron is from here, so I've been here, uh, quite a few times, um, I can't tell you how I've gotten out of here, I just have, um, and You're no help to me, then. I'm, you can stop talking no now, Ryder, if you don't know how to get out of here, uh, what, last, you said you're working for the, the Blackwaters, yes? Yes. And how did you come about that? One doesn't simply just, just, just appear. I mean, did you make a deal with someone else? Did um, did she? Did this queen? Did she release you? <sighs> how? I I don't understand. What do you mean you don't know how you got out before? You've been you've but you've gotten out multiple times before. Yeah. You can't tell me. Or you don't know. I don't know how the Blackwaters got me out of here. I really don't. I... Listen, you... You being here is very bad for your health. Believe me. Um... She's going to demand a sacrifice. And that sacrifice... It's probably going to be you, seeing as you're the only one who's not supposed to be here. Okay. Um... Fine, 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 fine. Let's, let's... You don't know how to get out of here. I'll figure it out myself. Um, um please, could you... Uh, what can you tell me about this place? Um, it, it appears as though we're in the sky. Um, could you tell me how high up we are? Could you tell me where we are? You, you do know that we're in an extra planar place, so that everything... We could be... Miles above the ground, we could be miles below the ground. I don't know, it... Things don't make sense here. It is one giant party filled with booze and blood and eating and killing. You, it's, it's a free-for-all up here. So you tell and me it's with a party. that, the door of your room swings open quite suddenly... And, uh, standing there is, uh, Lady Voluptua, and she says, Oh, wonderful, you found a friend. Now you have a partner for the tournament tomorrow. Good night. 